Hello everyone, I'm your host Sharik Javed from German city of Munich and we have our guest Brian from other part of the world from Seoul, South Korea. Hi Brian, welcome to the show. Sharik, thank you so much man, excited to rock and roll. Yes, I'm also excited because I feel that you're a really energetic and motivating person and you have a wonderful story. Um, so this story includes a lot of things. He, his, his journey is really interesting. So I will ask Brian to briefly introduce himself in two lines. Awesome, man. So what up, guys? My name is Brian Choi. I'm from South Korea. Basically, whole story is that I was crippled by massive social anxiety for 19 years of my life. And it's been my life's mission to figure out how to talk to people, how to give color into the black, white movie that I was living in and actually live the life that I wanted, and design the life that I wanted. And it's been a crazy journey so far. I had to dissect it, implement it, study it. And now I've kind of figured out how to talk to people and how to get opportunities in life that way, which is why I'm mm -hmm. so excited to be here and talk to you about how you can leverage your social skills and your networking skills, even if you're shy or awkward, to get all the opportunities you ever want in your life. So thank mm -hmm. you, man. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. So Brian I want to share his experiences, how in his life, he was also in a situation when he was really introvert, he was shy, he was not talking to anyone, and he was missing the purpose of his life. And then all of a sudden he find, found out, okay, he should do something and he did something and he wanted to share this with all of you. So he was feeling social anxiety. He was not having social contacts, but now he's totally the opposite. He has a wonderful story. So Brian, can you share about how it all started? Uh, how was life? How was your life as a child? Yeah, absolutely, man. So Sharik, you know how like back in high school, um, you know, there are like the popular kids that are like funny and like people around them all the time. Mm -hmm, yes. So that was not me. So in fact, that was like the opposite and kind of in the corner. And I just didn't, I just couldn't understand social cues. Like I would see all the popular kids at school just having fun, like roll to school with all these people. And like, they would say stupid things and people would laugh and get all the girls and go to all the cool parties. And there was me like walking to school, not knowing how to talk to people, not having anyone to talk to. And mm -hmm. that was like miserable. And all I really wanted was to like fit in. And, you know, I was, I went to America um, as a foreign exchange student. I felt lonely. I was like the, one of the only Asian kids there. And I just wanted like attention, I guess, like deep down, I knew like I wanted to get attention from people. I wanted to get validation from people because I was so lonely as an only child. Mm -hmm. And eventually got to a point where about like when I was like 17 or 18, when I came back to high school in Korea, I saw all my friends getting girlfriends, going on dates and just having fun with other people. And I was just miserable. And mm -hmm. I rock bottom moment where I just felt like a worthless piece of dirt, to be honest. Mm -hmm. And I knew that was when I realized that I knew I had to fix something, do something about this. I couldn't just like sit there, feel sorry for my, some, um, feel sorry for myself. But I need to go find a solution and figure this out. And so you, you for how many years you were in U.S. So I was in the U.S. for about um, when I was younger, went there for four years in middle school and high school, came back to Korea and went back to the U.S. for college for about two years. OK. And then you had no friends and you were alone and you 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 really appreciated the other people who were really uh, famous in the school, talking yeah. to people, but you were not able to, to do that. Right. So how did yeah. you find out the way that you should change? Yeah. So. I think a lot of people, they don't really take action until they hit rock bottom moment because they have no other reason to. That was for me the same way. And I just, I was so desperate to find an answer. And I just went on YouTube and I searched how to meet girls. 
like how to meet girls like unless you're as desperate as i was you don't search on the internet and i was so was this the only reason to become you know to to uh, to become uh, talkative and famous or you just wanted to have social contacts so i like back then all i really wanted was to like make friends and get a girlfriend that was my only goal and that's really what i wanted and like once i searched on youtube like you know there's like the stupid prank videos where like guys go up to girls and like they do the pickup lines and stuff like that mm-hmm. yes, yes yeah so so like i would watch those videos and a lot of people would watch them and they'll kind of be entertained they think it's kind of funny for me it was mind-blowing like my mm-hmm. reality shifted because oh my god you can go up and talk to strangers like you can make friends when you didn't know them before. For me, that was mind-blowing. I'm like, that's crazy. So, I mean, you know, it was hard, but eventually I was able to do the same thing and, like, go out and, like, practice different things, like, practice talking louder because back then people couldn't hear me. So, Mm -hmm. like, eye contact, I couldn't look into people's eyes. Like, I was so shy. I was so afraid. And Mm -hmm. I would work on confidence. I would work on um, um, just networking with people. And all these different mm-hmm. things of like body language. And that's when I started to learn um, getting closer to the person who I wanted to become and live the life that I want. Mm-hmm. This will be really interesting that if you were an introvert and you changed 180 degrees and you became very confident to talk uh-huh. to different people. And we will also like to talk about, and people can also relate. So you were in South Korea, you grew mm-hmm. up, then you went to, um, uh, to US for four years of your study. How was your experience mm-hmm. there in new country? I don't know how was in, in South Korea, you are speaking Korean mostly, right? In US, you are speaking mm-hmm. English in new country and you were the only child, Asian mm-hmm. child in your class. So how mm-hmm. was your experience there? Yeah, so when I first went there, to be honest, I was scared, honestly. I was there and like, everyone's like white, black, Hispanic. None of these people look like me. I, I don't know anyone. I have no confidence. I was the only child. Like, who do I lean to? Like, who do I... You know, who do I get help from? And I'm just mm-hmm. sitting in class, just all scared, not knowing mm-hmm. how to talk to people. And basically, I was basically chopped liver. You know, the whole time I was there, no one really paid attention to me. I couldn't demand attention f- to Funny. save my life. So it was pretty mm-hmm. lonely while I was there. Okay. So, but, so you, but during that time, you remained alone. Uh, you made, you could not make new friends. And mm-hmm. uh, this, your, your your life changed only once you came back and you were already 19. Then you said, okay, mm-hmm. now I have to make a change. Otherwise, uh, this is not a good life, right? Yeah, exactly. So once I was able to learn this and the second time I went to America for college, then it was a whole different story. Okay. Okay. That's, so it's all about confidence, right? You are the same person, uh, same mm-hmm. looks, same, uh, same uh, I same nose, but yeah. uh, your personality changed uh, with confidence, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe for for the viewers also who feel that okay they are not confident enough to talk with people or they mm-hmm. feel lonely, especially in a new country when they are from Asia and they are living in in Germany or Europe. So what mm-hmm. will you advise them how to change uh, themselves? Yeah, absolutely. That's an amazing question because a lot of people ask me that, and I think a lot of people they are looking for the new answer. And it's funny because I was talking to um, one of the people I helped in the past and they were looking for like a magic pill. Like they literally told me, hey, Brian, when I saw your content, I was kind of hoping there would be like a magical unicorn pill. And they were kind of disappointed when I told them that, well, you can't just like think your way into confidence. Like confidence comes from competence, meaning that you need to have a skill. You need to be good at something. Mm-hmm. Like Sharik, you, for example, if this was your first time hopping on live video and like talking to 
all the viewers, then it would be kind of like a little scary, right? But mm -hmm. if you've done it a thousand times, like you've done so many interviews and now you feel more confident because you have competence, like you've done it, you mm -hmm. have experience, you have data in your head. Yeah. So we're feeling confidence, whatever maybe if, if it's a profession, your business or social interactions, meeting people, then you need to do it over and over again and develop a skill because when mm -hmm. you go into it with a skill, then now you have data in your head is like you feel confident because you know exactly yes. what's going to happen. And if it, even if it does kind of don't go as expected, you know how to like steer back into the outcome that you want mm. in whatever mm. social situation you go into. Yes, I think so. One of the things in this situation would be also to not to be afraid of the wrong result. Actually, most people are afraid <clears throat> in making new decisions because they are afraid of the result that things will go back, uh, go bad and they will feel bad about it. Okay, so it looks like a little bit of internet problem uh, at the side of Brian. Uh, in the meanwhile, uh, till he's back, uh, what I'm telling the viewers is that we have Brian from South Korea, Seoul, and he wanted to share his interesting story that he was really lonely uh, till the age of 19. He was the only child. He has no brothers and sisters. His parents had less time for him. He was really an introvert. And he felt that life has no purpose. He was afraid of talking to people. And then he realized he should change his life. So he started going out, do all kinds of stunts. And um, yes, so I think he, we will wait till he's back. One of the stunts he did was that, okay, uh, he, he, he sung the Korean national anthem in the subway alone from start till the end and in a loud voice and people were were angry, mad, but he did not care. So slowly he built his confidence. In the last two years, he was also in the uh, Korean army. We also want to talk about that. But in the meanwhile, uh, we have to wait. Where is he gone? So it looks like uh, in Korea also there are internet problems. So we will be back shortly. In the meanwhile, all the viewers who want to ask questions, or come online directly. I can share a link in the comments and you can also join our video stream. Let's try this spontaneous, spontaneously. I'm posting a link in the comment. So I think Brian is uh, back. Okay. So Brian, can you hear me? Yeah, everything's good. Okay, no problem, I think. I, I was just telling your story in the meanwhile that uh, perfect. But still, I cannot hear you very well. I can. I mean, I cannot see you. Can you see me? I can see you. I can. I I can see you now. Yes. Okay. Perfect. Everything good. Everything good. Perfect. Actually. All right. Awesome. Yeah. So I was telling the viewers uh, your story, how you change one eighty degrees from becoming an introvert becoming really confident and you did a, a, a stunt in the in the subway in the underground train that you mm -hmm. sang this korean national anthem what was the motivation of that yeah. and how was the people's reaction somebody shouting on uh, on the in the train yeah that's a great question so to be honest like me looking back i'm kind of i'm kind of, i kind of cringe every time i see it because i'm like man i look like i look so dumb and i look like there's like a lunatic but at the time, what I, the reason why I did that was because I wanted to prove to myself that to people that like you can go out and like live life the way you want to without feeling like you're going to judge by other people. Because like, here's the thing, like th that that video is so raw cut and like the, 
it, it proves such a good point because there's an old guy at the end of it who just mm-hmm. yells at me at, like i sing the national anthem right inside the subway wherever is like just chilling on their phone and i sing the national anthem and there's a guy yelling at me, is like, you're a disgrace to your family like mm. you should go home you should stay in school your parents would disown you they would be so disappointed you're gonna go nowhere in your life and at the same time there was another old guy right in front of me who gave me the thumbs up he's like hey hey kid i don't know what you're doing but keep doing it you're a very brave one so that's when i realized like oh like mm. whatever you do in your life they're gonna be people who root for you and they're gonna be people who kind of yell at you and here's the thing like i understand that what i did back then it was like out of the norm like a lot of people get annoyed but at the same mm. time like it gives demonstrate like whatever you do in your life whether it be going after your dream career or whatever like you want to network with the the ceo of a company or something like that here's the thing like everyone's gonna judge everyone has an opinion right like they're gonna yes. judge you on social mm-hmm. media whatever but also like you can inspire other people and you can help other people whether it be your business or like just you as a person so that's just living proof that like whatever you do um, you can just mm-hmm. do it and um, without feeling like people are going to judge you because like they're going to judge you no matter what. So might as well go do things that you enjoy that and something that's going to help other people as well mm-hmm. in the process. Hey, this this is a very nice thing that you said, especially in the developing countries. This is also a problem that people are not mm-hmm. open for change and they are judging people. And before even starting something, other people will try to uh, say that, OK, don't do this. Uh, but mm-hmm. and one of the things everyone is afraid of is that what will people say you have to spend mm. your own life it's your life nobody will help you in, in in disaster or if you are even doing good that nobody will benefit from you so you have to make your own decisions but of course mm. just be careful that in your decisions other people are not hurt that is the important thing but you yeah of course change your life tremendously right so mm-hmm. also tell let's uh, discuss something out of uh, other than this topic so these days, mm-hmm. how is it going uh, during this COVID lock- lockdown phase? I, I, in the beginning, we heard that in South Korea, they had they developed very good testing kits. Everybody was being tested. Mm. Can you share something about this lockdown situation in, in South Korea? How is life there? Mm. Yeah, great question. So it's a very fascinating situation because I have a lot of friends in America and other countries. And in America, basically, some cities are basically like a ghost town right now. Like I have a homegirl who's living in Sacramento, California, and they can't leave their house until May, right? And that's like the middle of the uh, month in April. And cities like Vegas, like no one can go outside. And mm-hmm. like Korea, I went out to lunch today with some friends and everything was normal. Okay. Like people are just going outside. Mm-hmm. But only thing that dif- well, only thing different is that we have a mask on. Um, like everyone's wearing a mask. So mm-hmm. that's like the only thing, some, something different. And a lot of the restaurants, um, they'll check your temperature right they'll check a temperature okay. on your wrist they'll take a temperature on your forehead and um or like some restaurants they don't let you in if you have like 37 degrees um temperature or mm-hmm. something like that so that's basically what's been mm-hmm. happening so far okay i'm just seeing the stats for the moment south korea has above 10000 cases and 232 deaths till now it's it's mm, controllable right so I, mm-hmm. I hope that things will be better and people can go back to life i think people are really now tired of staying indoors uh, the schools um, especially the children everybody is indoors uh, mm-hmm. economy is also suffering really and pe- some people are jobless anyways so back to the topic so we were talking uh, with brian about his journey of changing his life 180 degrees from being an introvert and shy person to being the most confident person and now even guiding others so, uh, how do you define social anxiety 
Yeah. So here's the thing. Like, I'm not a doctor or anything like that. And I know that there's like social anxiety disorder and there are like levels to this thing. And I understand that. But how I define social anxiety and like the thing is like, I hate, you know, um, when it's like people categorize themselves with inside being social anxiety. But like the reason why I use that word is because I don't know what else to call it. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so I think it's like a punchy thing. Like people can more relate. Um, so that the, that's the reason why I use that word. But social anxiety is basically like going into social situations. You feel anxious. You feel nervous. And mm -hmm. I'm not a doctor or anything like that. And like, I don't want people to have like self-fulfilling prophecy, meaning that even if they don't have it, it's like it's normal as human beings mm -hmm. to feel nervous going up and talking to people. It's like evolutionary speaking, like it's energetics, right? But mm -hmm. the thing is, like, if it's holding you back from golden opportunities in your life, then that starts becoming a problem, you know? Okay. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so that's basically it. Yeah. We have a question from Umar. Umar is asking, mm -hmm. what social skills as a student you should be more focused on to get a healthy outcome? That's an amazing question, Umar. So social skills as a student. So this is an amazing question because like when I was in college, um, I was thinking the same thing going through as I was like, transitioning uh, to college. So the first thing you want to do is determine the outcome you want because for everyone's mm -hmm. different. And I think a lot of people, when they think of learning social skills or like going into a social interaction, they just kind of go in and like, it kind of fizzles out, right? Like they'll talk mm -hmm. to people and like, it doesn't go anywhere. And like, they're kind of confused and okay, now what? And that's the reason why, like you need to have an outcome in mind and like you want to reverse engineer the process. So mm -hmm. if your outcome is to network with people who are later going to give you a job opportunity, then you need to go where those people are. So the first step is like, identify your end goal. Okay, identify and go and identify the people that you want to be around, that you want to mm -hmm. meet, and um, you want to reverse engineer the process. Then find out where are those people hiding, where mm -hmm. are those people hanging out on on campus, like what kind of club activities, what kind of meetings, what kind of events are they going to, right? And then you want to go to that place, and then you want to network with them, build relationships, add, 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 um, add something to their lives, you know, like help them out, and you build relationships with them, and then. It's like Gary Vee says, like, jab, 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 right hook, right? So, like, when you give, 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 and waiter, you've built a relationship. And when the t push comes to shove, like, you need a job opportunity. Or like, if you're looking for someone to introduce you to whatever, then that's mm -hmm. when you ask. And now it becomes, like, of course, like, you've helped me so many times. Like, I would love to help you. So, yeah. that's how you do it. Mm -hmm. So, so one thing is that you, you change your life 180 degrees. And now we will talk about that. Um, we are motivating people to uh, to to not being shy and being confident. But how it affects the mm -hmm. lives for that, I will have a question that you went as a child to US, but you were at that time very introvert and very shy. And later on, mm -hmm. you changed your life and you became really confident. And th the same person went to US in high school and in, in the college and then mm -hmm. inspired other people. So what a confident person, how is he attractive for other people and how people inspire him? Why? yeah um that's a that's a great question um can you rephrase the question for a little bit just so i can so, understand better yeah so uh, what is the difference once once a person is the con is confident with the same skills mm -hmm. uh with same kind of a, a gen, uh, grades but if he's a confident why is it attractive for other people to talk to oh, okay that, that makes perfect sense so yeah so the reason why confidence, quote unquote, I also hate that word, but I use it so people can like actually relate with it. And that's because a lot of people think confidence is just this fake thing that you 
trying to exclude. It's like, oh, I'm confident. I'm alpha. It's like, no, it's like, it's part of who you are now. Like once you have those skills and once you're able to do that. And the reason why confidence or charisma is attractive is because from an evolutionary standpoint, when we were cavemen, if someone wasn't certain and someone wasn't confident in their decisions, then that meant death for that entire tribe. Mm -hmm. So a leader, if he's not like, hey, um, guys, I don't know if he should go that way or I don't know. I'm not sure if it should get that way. Cause like if they, if he messes up, that means all of them die, get mauled by a lion, mm -hmm. starve to death. Right. So that's the reason why, but when, when a leader is like, Hey, we want to go exactly this way because of this, 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 and reason, and we're all going to be able to eat. We're going to be able to be safe. We're going to be able to live. And mm -hmm. when people see that, I was like, Oh, like now I can trust this guy because he knows exactly what he's doing and he can back it up. So yeah. as we evolve as human species in 2020, we don't live in caves anymore but that being said that still is in our genetics in our dna so that's why like we see a leader he's so confident he's so like absolutely certain about what he does and his decisions then there's mm -hmm. like oh like subconsciously they think like oh like i should listen to this person because he knows what he's talking about mm -hmm. and everyone secretly wants to be led and it makes it easier for them because they now have to make less decisions in their lives which okay. saves energy for them so that's why it's confidence mm -hmm. and sexy so I think Umar uh, is happy with the answer, and he says, "Yeah." So, uh, so awesome. Kamran is asking that, "Hi guys, I hope you are having fun. Please give some mm -hmm. guidance about what should we do for a healthy environment." Uh, maybe he means amazing question. Environment. Absolutely, Cameron. So this is really important because a lot of people right now they're re realizing this more than ever that they're in a toxic environment or because like now they're stuck at home with the toxic people in their lives or their roommates or like family or whatever and <laughs> this is really important being in a healthy environment with healthy quote-unquote people because there's a very overused saying that goes you're the average of the five people you surround yourself with and there's a reason why people keep saying it over and over and over again and it's not a black and white thing but most cases like in order for you to create a healthy environment, like I said before, like first thing is like you got to determine what is a healthy environment for you because it's kind of like healthy itself is like kind of vague, right? It's like, is it good? Like good in what sense exactly? Is it people who encourage my dreams? Is it people who help me get closer to my goals? Is it people mm -hmm. who like working out together? What is it? You determine that first and then you reverse engineer. So like where are those people at? And here's the thing with, with, um, with our lives, like we can't be friends with everyone. We can't be BFFs with everyone. Like that's just how it is. Like some mm -hmm. people, they just don't get along. And there's like, you know, like you create different environments in your life. Like there are people for different purposes and different uh, areas of your life. Like if you go to church, those probably aren't going to be the same people that you hang out on the weekends with precisely. And that's completely fine. But you first want to decide like, okay, like what's an environment for each category of my life that I care about. And that's important mm -hmm. to me. And once you determine that and like you surround, you create your social circle and that's how you create a healthy environment for yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good, good question. I think another comment here. Okay. No. So Pavran is happy with your answer. So, awesome. so another point is that of course, when a new, new person comes in a, in a, in a place and they are already some people, so human reaction will be, uh, they will be <clears throat> feeling uncomfortable with some stranger. And when this stranger mm -hmm. remains shy, then people are will stay away from him. But if he's a confident, he's a confident person, he comes and talks to them and he transfers his positivity to them, then of course it will be mm -hmm. good for everyone, for this person and also for everyone. So that's very important that you should be confident. 
and we have seen that average uh, people with average um, average mind but confident they have achieved more goals because they are able to talk to people uh, we will come back to this topic and maybe briefly tell about uh, your experience last two years you worked in korean army right so yeah. is it compulsory for everyone to work in korean army uh, regardless of his professional background how is it in korea yeah so in in korean army like you gotta like as a korean male you have to like everyone has to serve unless you have won a gold medal for the country so um that's how you know um that's how our country determines as a contribution so if they want a gold medal they don't have to serve but like unless that is the case or like you have like legitimate physical dis uh this capabilities then you have to go serve in the army and um protect your country because technically we're still at war mm -hmm. okay nice so in in the last um, several years korea has been doing really good economically also with the companies like you know uh samsung you know uh, everyone knows yeah. about it because the korea uh, the name korea the brand is also increasing right um yep. so now uh, what are you doing in your uh, life uh, in these days what's your future plans yeah now you feel so confident just... right so what's your future plans you're traveling across uh, the world or how you want to face you your life so traveling around the world is super awesome like i've done it you know like i've like I've like I haven't been in like <laughs> I like it's not like you know um laptop lifestyle that I live all the time but like it's super fun to travel the world and meet different people and it's amazing but I think like at a certain point like you go through different periods of your life right at some point you just want to like go out and like have fun and like travel and like kind of live that crazy lifestyle but also a lot of times um right now I'm just like kind of like okay like I'm out of the army now um, I want to focus, right? I want to build a business that um, I knew I was meant to build, mm -hmm. help the people that I knew I was meant to help. And right now, I'm just like um, focus, like staying in, stay in Korea, like stay and um, build the business and like help people and like get better at what I do. So mm -hmm. that's my plan right now, and that's probably going to be planned for the end of the year. Yeah, that, that's a good plan. So focus on your career, and then later on you can take a good break talked about Absolutely. traveling at the moment of course nobody can travel because of this uh, and COVID, yeah but if you know uh, some people want to travel next year and uh, give them a couple of reasons why they should come to korea as a tourist oh man so depends what you want well if you're into spicy food you should definitely come to korea and here's the thing like korea is not for everyone um what i realized like i think people who come to korea is like one of two types of people and one type of per, per people is like they come to korea and like they they're, they're like i don't get it like why why do people love coming here like i hated it and the other type of people is like they come here and like they hate to leave like mm. they don't want to leave at all and that's like most people most tourists who just come here as, as like tourists or like they want to teach english here for like maybe six months to a year then they end up mm -hmm. staying here for 10 years you know i know so many people my my buddies from america or like europe who come here to teach english for like six months but mm -hmm. like they end up staying like you know they start a business here or like they keep teaching english and like um renew their contracts over and again because like they fall in love with here like they love the music they love the insane nightlife that we have you know like mm -hmm. korea really they said new york city doesn't sleep but i really believe that seoul doesn't sleep because our night like clubs start opening up at 10 p.m and they close at noon like they go for 12 hours right mm. the bars are open 24 7 so people love it um people love the culture people love um you know mm. um a lot of things about korea so if that's you then be my guest and hit me up when you come perfect 
I think we are ending towards the last part of our show. Awesome. Uh, we had a wonderful chat together. Kamran is also asking um, a question that uh, what is the secret of South Korea? Because I've seen South Korea progressing day by day of late. Mm, Cameron, that's a really interesting question. Secret of South Korea because they're progressing every day. And it's so funny because I agree completely because whenever I leave Korea to like other cities and I come back, even after like six months or a year, like things are changing so much. And I think that's because we're just so technologically driven and we're mm -hmm. so focused on that. And it's been our, like Korea has been like a hustle mindset for like the last, you know, like we're like a third world country up until like the 1980s or in, uh, 1990s, really like we were struggling. And, you know, like Gerald MacArthur, what he said was everyone said like around the world, dude, it's going to take 200 years until this country repairs. It mm -hmm. took us like 10 10 years really like 10 or 15 years and, like everyone is in shock that's because like we had that like hustle mindset i think there's a time and place for hustle mindset but like we're just like at it and i think um like i think it's going to continue for us to progress day by day because that's mm -hmm. been our mindset like we did basically like everything in our power for the future generation to not starve you know to live better lives so i think that's the secret of korea so made made use of uh, technology in a positive way and hard work that really uh, mm -hmm. helped Korea. Um, mm -hmm. it, it's, it has been a good uh, session for uh, so far for the viewers who joined later. So Brian joined us today from Seoul, South Korea, and he wanted to share his uh, story. And um, he wants to always talk about um, dealing with social anxiety without taking all kinds of medit meditations, medi medicines. And also he says that Everyone should learn social skills. It's very important. And, and, and anyone who is shy, still he can change his life 180 degrees. It's not a problem. And that's his story. And that's what he motivates others to. So, Brian, if I want to say that, give some crucial tip in the last five minutes to our viewers, how they can change their life and why it is important to become confident and not an introvert. Absolutely. So the short answer is that, the reason why you need confidence because it opens up a whole nother door for you in your life. And I think a lot of people think confidence is this kind of cool thing or confidence as this kind of supplementary thing, but like confidence, social skills, networking, that's going to open up doors in your life. Like I was talking to two friends of mine today. One's a model and one's a salesperson, right? And for the, the model, like I asked her, like, so what's the difference between the models who are successful and models who are not? And what she said was that, well, it's not always the most prettiest girls that are most successful in their modeling careers. Models who go into a shoot and network with the casting directors, network mm -hmm. with the agencies, and network with different people. And if they can convey their personalities, they'll keep booking them, keep calling them, and keep paying them for photo shoots. You know, mm -hmm. the salesperson, like, like in order for them to get sales and make money, to so have a source of income, then they need to have like. They need to know how to talk to people, right? So this is why it's so important to know com uh, communication skills and how to network because it opens up a door for you. Like cool, even cool. if you're not as good as, yeah, even if you're not as good as your competitors, your colleagues, whatever, you don't have the qualifications. Well, guess what? If the interviewer likes you, if the interviewer feels like, well, if I hire this person, we're going to have a better time at the workplace. Well, might as well pick this person better than this person went to Harvard, but he can't talk to me. Like he's boring or like he has a terrible personality. Mm -hmm. I wanna, I'm going to pick this guy. The same thing. That's why it's so important for you and it's one of the most vital skills that you can have. Yeah, very, very good tips. And networking is so important these days. And often people 
uh, with excellent jobs and they did not find by normally applying but they mm-hmm. found by networking so networking is so important yeah. another thing also you mentioned is it's very important that some hire a nerd or a very excellent guy in programming but maybe they hire someone who has good skills social skills so that they have a good team environment because these days it's all about team team environment and team spirit i think it was a perfect session with you brian and uh, we could have talked for a longer time but i think we covered mostly all of the topics and um, i think we all also answered the comments uh, so thanks for coming on the show and it was the first korean guy i interviewed um, it was a pleasure and we stay in contact and all for all the viewers also uh, if you want to contact prayan you can contact here I will, we will leave the contact details in the comment section later on so thanks prayan thanks for joining us and uh, thanks to all the viewers to to keep um, following me even i am spamming maybe i'm spamming i'm sometimes feeling but thank you very <laughs> much everyone thank you brian bye bye thanks brother